0: Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Put down $5 on a game and you get $200 in free plays if that team wins, NCAA tournament style right here, new customers only. All right, with Jason Shear, I am Mike Luke. All right, Jason, we've got a lot to get to. We're going to talk about Arizona basketball. We're going to talk some football as well. But everybody wants to know right now, what are you hearing as far as roster movement who's going to be where who's going to be doing what um you're probably
1: hearing the same thing but i i would i think christian coloco is probably gone um i talked to a few nba people as well and they think if the medical checks out which he should uh he's in line to get a first round promise from someone um i think when you get that you kind of have to go Daylon terry um you know people around him may want him to go a little bit but i think that he's excited about basically the pitch saying that he'll be the band next season and he'll have an expanded role and show what he can do. And then uh Ben, even though he hasn't made the announcement, I, I just, I can't see a guy like him coming back if he's going to be a top five or six
0: pick, but um, you know, he he hasn't told anyone, I guess, that he's going. Yeah, I think th- the thing that with this roster, though, is Jason, and I think we were fooled a little bit into thinking this was maybe a little bit more athletic team than it was. Yes, Ben Matherin is athletic. Yes, Daylon Terry is athletic. Christian Coloco is long and athletic. But you look at a lot of the other people. Kerr's not really athletic. Umar's not. Azulis isn't. This isn't really a. And I think it was exposed a little bit against Houston. There's certainly areas and quickness that this team could add to the table. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean,
1: like when you look at it, uh, Coloco is an athlete, obviously. Ben, Dalen, but Kirk Kreese isn't fooling anyone. He's not super athletic. I love Pella. He's not a huge athlete. Um, Justin Kyer is, is solid. He's not a huge athlete. Um, you know, there, there was – a lack of athleticism at certain positions and you, you face a team like Houston. And I don't think that's the only reason they lost, but Houston was athletic at every
0: single position. Now, which would you now in, in the transfer portal, I would certainly imagine that you're going to be looking for guys who are athletes who can make things off the bounce. You and I talked about it a little bit. Um, guys like Jared Lucas, where maybe in a previous year from Oregon state sh- set shooter, maybe he's a guy you look at, but, I think you're looking at guys more like a guy that came across the wire that uh, I found fascinating. Kansas State point guard Nigel Pack, 17 points, five assists a game, uh, did that in the Big 12. This is the kind of guy that I think you're more looking at, A little, even though he's a little shorter, a quicker guy that can stress a defense. Yeah, I mean, he's a little bit shorter,
1: So, and, and I know there's some confusion there, but you also have to keep in mind like if there's a guy that's really, really good Arizona is going to go after him. Like he was really good in the big 12, which was mm-hmm. obviously a good conference. And so he's a little shorter, but you deal with it. I mean, he's going to challenge defenses. He's a really good three-point shooter. And you take a guy like that and you kind of worry about it later on. And and you stress competition. And you can't shy away from improving your roster um, at any position. And and maybe there's some positions that are of need, but like Justin kyer has gone. And if Boswell doesn't reclassify, you need another point guard. And that's where this guy comes in and he wants to play the point. So that's how you recruit
0: him. All right, L.A. Shadows says, I'm not a fan of short guards. I generally agree with that, but only in the NBA. I don't have a problem with smaller guards in college because it's not an ISO type game where you're just going to bully a guy. If a guy's good enough, I'm more than okay with that cheer.
1: Yeah, it's a different game in college. I mean, look, if you're a smaller guard and you're efficient and you're putting up 18 points a game, I'm not complaining because you're six foot. And he's six foot. It's
0: not like he's, you know. He's not like he's five nine and a half,
1: right? It's a and so he's
0: smaller, but he makes up for it with athleticism and, and things like that. Do you imagine that errors? Now, Tommy Lloyd did a pretty good job last year of getting in transfers. Guys like uh, you know, an Umar Ballo, uh, Pella Larson, Justin Kyer, all were good players this year. I think the one thing that I look at, I think, man, they might need a little bit of a bump was. You know, at this, I think they need a little bit of a bump as far as just a guy who is a real difference maker, not just a solid role player, but an all-conference type guy. Do you think that Arizona is going to be able to get that? It's
1: going to be tough, and it's going to piss someone off. I mean, that's just the nature of it. So let's say you get a guy like Pack. You're not playing him next to Kerr. It's not happening. You're playing him over Kerr. And I know there's a debate about that on on my message boards in Arizona. Like, that's just how it is, and you might piss off Kerr. Um, if you can get a guy at the four who's going to be awesome, it, it, it's it's very tough to do um, because you're pissing someone off. And basically, you know, what was really impressive about the guys that Tommy added last year was that everybody fit and accepted. The right. role. And if if you want to take a next step and land one of these these different makers, um, you're going to piss someone off and it's going
0: to be a different situation than it was last year. All right, L.A. Shadow 8 says, is Shane Noel likely to transfer? I don't know if he's likely to transfer, but I I have a hard time, and again, could be wrong on this. I have a hard time seeing Shane Noel ever being a real contributor here. could be wrong, but he doesn't. Adama Ball is more the type of guy that I look at from that class and say, that's a guy that could be a contributor. Yeah, I
1: don't like speculating and saying, oh, this guy's going to transfer, just because, I I mean, I, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> but right. uh, if you were looking at a you know, a potential transfer, he would clearly be the guy. Didn't play. Adama Ball is clearly ahead of him in the rotation. Arizona is probably going to go out and maybe add another wing in the transfer portal. Uh, You know, they're going to definitely add two guys in 2023, whatever it may be. It becomes tougher for Shea Noel to get minutes. And uh, I think that maybe you sit him down and that becomes apparent. And maybe he makes that decision or maybe he says, yeah, that's that's cool with me.
0: If I were to ask you, and you were able to – well, I'll just read it. DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. $5 on an NCAA tournament game. If you're a new customer, you get $200 in free plays. 21 and up, Arizona only. Gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Cheer, if you're on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, who are you picking to win the Final Four this week? Duke. (laughs) Yeah, I am too. Yeah,
1: I mean – are they going to let Duke lose the Final Four? And honestly, Duke's probably the best team left.
0: And Duke's probably the best team remaining as well. So you know what? As long as Duke didn't have to play St. Peter's, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little to Dama Ball. This is a guy that I think when people are looking at the roster next year, maybe sleeping on just a little bit, and the, uh, and we really shouldn't be because Tommy Lloyd went out of his way towards the end of the season to par- start putting Ball into the lineup and you generally don't do that if you don't have plans for a guy next year
1: yeah you don't put in a guy at the crucial moments of the season um and i know he didn't play a tournament but you don't put him in unless you trust him and you're basically telling him look you're only getting 10 minutes now but that's just a taste of what you're getting next season like he's going to be a major part of the rotation you gotta assume he takes a big jump. He already took a big jump from the beginning of the season till when they started playing him. Um, uh, he's a guy that we're probably not talking about enough in terms of just his overall potential and how much you know he could wind up playing. And he showed a little bit of a shot. He showed a little bit of a one-step pull-up. I mean, he's a guy that showed some
0: real potential.
1: They love him. I mean, they were saying it all the way from media day before the team even played a game that this kid's going to be really, really good. It's just going to take
0: some time and development. Um, but he's he's going to be very, very good if he sticks it out. All right. So now looking at the uh, transfer possible or excuse me, the reclassifying Kylan Boswell point guard out of Phoenix. Then you got K.J. Lewis. Um, are either one of these guys are these realistic transfers as po- far or excuse me, uh, uh, reclassifying as possibly playing this coming year? I don't think Lewis is, I,
1: you know, Lewis, when he mentioned that when he committed, that was the first I heard of it. That would surprise me. I think Boswell will be a situation depending on who leaves and, and who stays. If they go out and get a guy like Pack, there's no reason for Boswell to reclassify. Um, if they're having trouble or they feel that Boswell's better than a guard that they can get in the portal, um, then Boswell's is coming. It, it, it's that simple to me. I, I just think it it depends on the roster construction, um, but Boswell is definitely
0: much more likely. Uh, than Lewis to reclassify. Is there a, is there anybody that's hit the transfer portal yet that P- Arizona fans should keep an eye on, or is this something that's fluid and you'll probably know a lot more in the next couple of weeks? You'll know a lot more in the next
1: couple of weeks. I, you know, I think when the final four is done, you're going to see another wave. Uh, there it's just, I mean, there's already a thousand kids in the portal. Um, you're going to see waves of, of guys. And um, a lot of times when portal kids land somewhere, they push another guy out. And mm-hmm. so there's not that clear target. Like I know Arizona likes pack. I'm not sure how aggressive they are with him right now um, in in terms of like all in or that, but uh, there's going to be a
0: lot more names that they're in on. All right. Do you, so I I was talking with some people on the board and I believe that this is still, I have faith in Lloyd, and I think the roster is going to be strong enough at the key pieces I don't believe this team, barring Ben coming back or Coloco coming back, I think obviously takes a step back. But this is still, to me, a top 15 team by the time everything shakes out. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, I mean, it's still talented as heck. You know, you're still going to have a good point guard. You're still going to have Pella. Umar's not bad. I don't like him as my starting five, but he's not bad. Uh, Daylon Terry is going to be one of the best players in the conference, if not the country. Um, you know, they, they add a
0: piece here and there. They're they're easily a top 15 team. All right. Switching over to the football side. You and I were uh, – well, and you're going to be – I would assume you're going to be at practice again here in a couple hours after yeah. picking up the girls. Very exciting. Can't not stop p- – you know, Not picking up the girls at practice. Picking up my daughters is what Mike meant. Can't stop, won't stop. But uh, – so, a couple guys. Jaden and Delora is clearly an upgrade over what they were dealing with last year. The one thing, though, that I was taken a little bit aback by – And again, I shouldn't have been, but again, he looks like he's about five eleven. Yeah, he's small, (laughs) right? And uh,
1: yeah, I mean, he's not a big quarterback. He's he's longer, you know. He's not like you know, like built like a truck or a rock or anything. But yeah, he's not tall. He's not a tall quarterback. It it. He's had some passes tipped down at the line. He's not like a Gunner Cruz who just
0: looks the part, but right. Noah Fafita. Now he, when you watch Fafita, he's got a. He's got a big arm – his arm is more than good enough. He can move around. He can make the plays. Football seems to come easy to him. But, you know, we'll, we'll be honest here. He gets a lot of passes batted down at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it's it's funny because him, Delora, and
1: Fafita are clearly the two best quarterbacks. Um, yes. On, like, and they're better than anyone on the roster last mm-hmm. year. Uh, right. Fafita's good. Like, he is legitimately – a good quarterback with a great arm etc um but yeah i mean we saw it in practice yesterday where you know he uh or the other day where he's getting the balls tipped up the line and it's going to be an issue uh you know five eleven, 511 5 seven. I think, like right it, you know he's small um he makes up for it in a lot of ways and it's probably unavoidable but it is probably going to be an issue against a more athletic
0: uh, defensive lineman and there's a first time for everything. And again, is good. And Sheer and I were, it's not often that you say that a uh, a true freshman, well, let's be honest here, he should still be in high school, is probably the second best quarterback on a power five roster. So we're admitting he's good. Only thing I'll say is this, and somebody asked me this before. Can you ever remember in power five a 5'8 starting quarterback? Uh, how old's uh Kyler Murray? How tall see. Well, he measured out at five ten and a half. Yeah, no, probably not. I, mean, right. I, I can't. I mean, again, I'm not saying it can't work because he's good. First
1: for everything, he's good. Like, that's the thing. It's weird because he's actually better than I thought he would be. He's legitimately – if you didn't know Jaden Delora was Jaden Delora and he was just a guy fighting for the competition, you would say that there is a legit competition between the one and the two. Delora's better and he's got a leg up on Fafita, but it's
0: not a huge gap. Now – but the wide receiver position, this kid, there's a lot of beasts there. I mean, there really are. Jacob Cowing is the best of the bunch, no doubt. But you look at McMillan. I talked with a Lamont a little bit about this. McMillan's got a little bit of that Jerron Kriner vibe going on this year that you know he could get seven day to touchdowns just off jump balls. Then you look at some other guys like a Dorian Singer and Simpson um, Green. There's a lot. There's a lot of talent there. All of a sudden, Jason. Yeah, I mean it's loaded. Jacob Cowing is a monster. There's not one
1: dude that's been able to guard him one on one. He is as good as advertised. You could see why he was uh, so badly wanted out of the portal by everyone. Uh, T Mac has the size. Kevin Green is a guy that I'm really surprised by um, as a freshman. He's going to play. Mejian Wright is is huge. Um, Struggles sometimes to get off the line, but the potential's there. Obviously, Dorian Singer, Anthony Simpson has been great. The, the last week or so. I mean, they are just absolutely loaded at the wide receiver position. They're going to they're gonna be a much different offense because they finally have a quarterback that's at
0: least going to try to get these guys the ball. If you were to ask me about the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX, and you would say, Mike, what's the over-under on Arizona football wins going to be next year? Sheer, sure, do you happen to know what it is, by the way? Is it out yet? I don't think it's out yet, but I'm going to say this. If Vegas has anything around three, I'm going over. I think Arizona's going to win four more games. You would find that at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX, but that's not the deal right now. The deal is $5 on an NCAA tournament game. That team wins. You get 200 in free plays. I, I look at this team, Jason, and again, I realize four wins. Huh, huh. But when you're dealing with what we've been dealing with, when you've been watching what we've been watching, that – I'll, I'll take that. Four, four or five wins, I think this team is more than capable of. Four wins is awesome. I don't care what anyone
1: says. Right. Why are you celebrating four wins? It's like Because we saw where this team was last year and the year before. Four wins is a major jump. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think they're plenty capable. You know, I, you know last year before the quarterback situation was settled, I'd be like, I didn't know what game they would win. But all of a sudden they have a quarterback and San Diego State looks winnable. Um, you know North Dakota State or whatever is a tough game, et cetera, but winnable. Um, and they've got other games in conference. I, I think four wins is, is very possible with this team.
0: All right, Skier Ray Ray DeTudo just put Skier. Do you see David or Davis Duvall being a factor in the O line by the first game? Uh, yeah, I don't think he'll start, but I think he'll be in the rotation.
1: They're they're trying to figure out now um, if he's a guard or a tackle. He looks a little small. He hasn't practiced for real uh at all i think today might be his first real practice um but he's got to get stronger put on a little bit of weight but they need him they like him a lot based off last year what they saw in practice so they got to figure out what he is but he'll be a rotation guy i don't know if we'll start right away
0: all right defensively and then we'll i'll, I'll let you sign off here defensively um i look at this uh arizona team and again there's guys that you know christian or uh, christian young has obviously been good uh uh um Uh, Rutherford has obviously been good as well, but I look along the defensive line. That's where it's intriguing to me a little bit because you've got Jay, you've got Jalen Harris, but you've also got a Paris Shand who you and I were talking about at practice the other day. Yeah. And he's got bars coming back as well. Yeah. Uh,
1: he's going to start Paris Shand, you know, and I like, so the UCLA transfer and I thought he was a lock, but I mean, if you're basing it off the spring, uh, Shand has been better. Like, and Shan is going to be a starter. And, uh, you know, he, he's taken that that step forward. Uh, you know, you have J.B. Brown on the inside uh, who's looked good. Their defensive line, um, they lost some guys like Trevon Mason. Um, but, you know, they they should be fine. It's tough now. There's guys that are injured, like Keon Bars is injured. Um, but technically speaking, if you look at what they have on paper, it, it should be a better line. What do you? Who's the best defensive player on this team? Man, that's tough. <laughs> I mean, I I, always, I I know he didn't have a great season, but I kind of blame that on Don Brown. But I'm still taking Christian Roland Wallace. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think Don Brown put the corners and the safeties. Just I, I like Don Brown, but you can't just put a guy in an island and be like, "Here you go, have fun." You
0: right. Know, so you, have you look for him to break out. Then
1: yeah, I think he's going to have. He's looked really good during the spring. Hunter Eccles has looked fantastic uh, during the spring. I think bars when he's healthy, will be up there, but uh, Christian Roland Wallace is still a guy that,
0: that I like quite a bit. All right. Before we sign off, Uh talk a little bit of Arizona women's basketball right here. (laughs) You're familiar with how the recruiting game works here and everything that uh, goes on with it. Was it a big deal Adia Barnes, uh, a tweet that she deleted about questioning certain players, work ethics, something that, she shouldn't do again. What is the uh, what's what's the big what's the big takeaway from that? There's 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 two separate issues. I have no issues with
1: what how she's handling the roster. That's college sports these days. If, if you have an issue with that, you're not watching college sports. They all do it. They all basically cut players. That's why there's a thousand kids in the portal. Uh, I don't think you should tweet <laughs> like. <laughs> and she knew it. She deleted it right away. And um, I I think her, her she tweets like me which is a problem when you're a head coach. But um, as far as if I, there's two separate issues, should she have tweeted it? No. Do I have an issue with how she's handling the roster? Not really. No. I mean, that's just the name of the game
0: now. He's Jason Shear. Where can they find you on Twitter causing problems here? Uh, at Jason Shear and then wildcatauthority.com. All right. It's why you want to stay on PHNX sports. We get all the best stuff. Again, check out the site, get a membership. You get some free stuff on top of that. AZ Wildcats podcast. Hit subscribe for Jason, Shira, Mike, Luke. Thanks for coming on, big dog, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me, man. All right, you'll be listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.